Mary, a ballad by Robert Southey, read for LibriVox.org by Ernst Patinama, Amsterdam, the Netherlands, July twenty-seven, two thousand and eight. Who is she, the poor maniac, whose widely fixed eyes seem a heart overcharged to express? She weeps not, yet often and deeply she sighs. She never complains but her silence implies the composure of settled distress. No aid, no compassion the maniac will seek. Cold and hunger awake not her care. Through her rags do the winds of the winter blow bleak on her poor withered bosom half bare, and her cheek has a deathly pale hue of despair. Yet cheerful and happy, nor distant the day, poor Mary the maniac has been. The traveller remembers who journey this way, no damsel so lovely, no damsel so gay, as Mary, the maid of the inn. Her cheerful address filled the guests with delight, as she welcomed them in with a smile. Her heart was a stranger to childish affright, and Mary would walk by the abbey at night, when the wind whistled down the dark aisle. She loved, and young Richard had settled the day and she hoped to be happy for life. But Richard was idle and worthless, and they who knew him would pity poor Mary, and say that she was too good for his wife. Twas in autumn, and stormy and dark was the night, and fast were the windows and door. Two guests sat enjoying the fire that burned bright, and smoking in silence with tranquil delight, they listened to hear the wind roar. "'Tis pleasant,' cried one, seated by the fireside, to hear the wind whistle without. "'A fine night for the abbey,' his comrade replied. "'Methinks a man's courage would now be well tried, who should wander the ruins about. "'I myself, like a schoolboy, should tremble to hear the horse ivy shake over my head, "'and could fancy I saw, half persuaded by fear, some ugly old habit's white spirit appear.' For this wind might awaken the dead. I'll wager a dinner, the other one cried, that Mary would venture there now. Then wager and lose, with a sneer he replied. I'll warrant she'd fancy a ghost by her side, and faint if she saw a white cow. Will Mary this charge on her courage allow? his companion exclaimed with a smile. I shall win, for I know she will venture there now and earn a new bonnet by bringing a bough from the elder that grows in the aisle. With fearless good humour did Mary comply, and away to the abbey she bent. The night it was dark, and the wind it was high, and as hollowly howling it swept through the sky, she shivered with cold as she went. O'er the path so unknown still preceded the maid, where the abbey rose dim on the sight. Through the gateway she entered, she felt not afraid, yet the ruins were lonely and wild, and their shade seemed to deepen the gloom of the night. All around her was silent, save when the rude blast howled dismally round the old pile. Over wheat-covered fragments, still fearless she passed, and arrived in the innermost ruin at last, where the elder tree grew in the aisle. Well pleased that she reached it, and quickly drew near, and hastily gathered to bow, when the sound of a voice seemed to rise on her ear. She paused, 
and she listened, all eager to hear, and her heart panted fearfully now. The wind blew, the horse ivy shook over her head. She listened, nought else could she hear. The wind ceased, her heart sunk in her bosom with dread, for she heard in the ruins distinctly the tread of footsteps approaching her near. Behind the white column, half breathless with fear, she crept to conceal herself there. That instant the moon o'er a dark cloud shone clear, and she saw in the moonlight two ruffians appear, and between them a corpse did they bear. Then Mary could feel her hot blood curdle cold. Again the rough wind hurried by. It blew off the hat of the one, and behold, even close to the feet of poor Mary it rolled. She felt and expected to die. Curse the hat, he exclaims. Nay, come on, and first tie the dead body, his comrade replies. She beheld him in safety pass on by her side. She seizes the hat, fear her courage supplied, and fast through the abbey she flies. She ran with white speed, she rushed in at the door, and gazed horribly eager around. Then her limbs could support the faint burthen no more, and exhausted and breathless she sunk on the floor, unable to utter a sound. Ere yet her pale lips could a story impart, for a moment the hat met her view. Her eyes from that object convulsively start, for, oh God, what cold horror and thrilled through her heart, when the name of a Richard she knew. Where the old abbey stands, on a common hard by, his gibbet is now to be seen. Not far from the road it engages the eye. The traveller beholds it, and thinks with a sigh of poor Mary, the maid of the inn. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.